Slow justice is no justice. This year, the holidays count faster. Terms and conditions apply. See store for details. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning and Happy New Year, Nate. It's a new year. Happy New Year. This is the first Movies on the Side episode of 2019, and it feels great. Feels great. Hashtag New Year, New Me. Hashtag uh, New Year, New... I don't know. Keep going. I'm ready. No, no. That's all I got. This is why I'm not good at hashtags. All right. Here's my first question of the New Year to you. Oh, yes. Yes. Can you right now... Tell me the words of the old Lang Syne. All acquaintance be forgot. That's all I got. What about the next line? That's the one I wanted to know. And never brought to mind. May all acquaintance. I don't know. Happy New Year. Hashtag New Year, new me. Hashtag new bod. Hashtag new mind. (laughs) Very good. Fit and sassy. Did you did you drink some eggnog on Christmas? I definitely did. Not like I maybe drank seventy five percent of the carton that my family provided for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was my brother who provided eggnog for me, and I made the most of the season. <laughs> very good, very good. I had one question, random question for you. I'm ready. Okay, I I don't want to say superstitious but is there anything in your life that you do a certain way or in a certain order just because are you saying like some sort of interesting habit that i have yeah yeah only because i experienced it this morning and i had mine this morning and so i was curious if you had anything like that um i probably have many many things um (laughs) okay I tend to I tend to chew the liquid that I drink, which is an odd habit that I have. Um, I tend to move my teeth up and down as if I'm digesting. Like instead of just throwing liquid back, when I drink water, I chew it. That's interesting. So that's a little something. Yeah. What about you? What What was it that came to you? So I was in a hurry this morning because uh, I was late, as as we've discussed. But I. Sometimes there was a couple times where I have put my socks on bef- before anything else. And the times that I've done that, I felt like I felt weird all day. I felt like this it was just not right. It's not as God intended that the socks come on first. Yeah, that's uh, you're not supposed to do that. And so I I almost did that this morning and then I and then I fixed it. I corrected it. And uh but yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it's it's not a superstition, but just I don't know. Feels weird if I uh, if I get that out of so, order. So you know? not to get too. Uh, I mean, Personal. we're still a family friendly uh, podcast here in 2019. We didn't get the e explicit tag, but no. Are you saying that typically that's the second article of clothing you put on after your unmentionables? Uh, yeah, typically. Typically. Or are you saying that's usually last, like after everything else? No, 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 no. Comes it, the socks. Doesn't matter when it, where it is after, you know the the initial article of clothing. Uh, it could be second, could be third. You know, I'm not picky there. Just not first. Yeah, just just can't be first. I don't know something a little weird about that. So yeah. Have know. you ever tried this? This is, I think I have a similar feeling. Like this is not as God intended. But mm. have you ever put on shoes before putting on pants? 
<laughs> that feeling, I have I have done that before, especially because like if I'm going to let's uh, let's say because it's the new year, let's say I'm going right. to work out, right, and and hone that new year bod. You know, I'm wearing athletic shorts, so it doesn't really matter what you know when they go on because they can go over shoes. Sure, but if I don't think about it and I put shoes on first, the idea of walking out of the house. Just in the undies? Yeah. <laughs> Alarming. <laughs> Alarming. Try it sometime. I feel like I have changed in some like public restrooms and I did not want to take my shoes off because of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. filth on the floor. Yep, that's it. And cha- changing like jeans with shoes on, you would think it's not it shouldn't be that much different than your actual foot. You know what I mean? It's a similar shape. No, no, like- no, no. Skinny jeans aren't meant to go over those shoes. No, no. And I think maybe athletic shorts is the only clothing that kind of works with it. But but yeah, it's, it's uh, extremely difficult. Okay, well, let's jump to the movie. Can we, can we go with a little bit of backstory here just for a second so I can discuss <laughs> how my morning started? Please do, yes. The listeners need to know. So behind the curtain here, uh, mm. we decided to record this at... Uh, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, in the morning. That's right. Um, so I set my alarm for 5.30 in the morning because I had I intended to watch this movie sooner, didn't get around to it, and finally in the 11th hour I said, I don't want to stay awake <laughs> for this movie, I'll just get up early. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is not the way that this movie was meant to be watched. <laughs> it felt a little bit like, I will compare it to what I assume it would feel like to have a beer for breakfast mm. is like watching this movie before noon. Mm. It is jarring to start this movie. I was sitting on the couch, bleary-eyed, watching <laughs> a girl in a very poorly CGI'd car roll down a hill and think, I'm not awake enough for this yet. This is not intended for me now. But... I cruised through it, and I finished this movie at 7.45 a.m. Before oh, you all goodness. got out of bed this morning. Lift. Think about that. <laughs> and that was Central Time, right? That was Central Time. Well, and then I, then I texted you saying I want to be an hour late. <laughs> and I thought about that extra hour I could have had of sleep. Yes. So we watched San Andreas, a movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it is a disaster movie. <laughs> it is a disaster. My <laughs> my favorite genre of movie, uh, to, especially to talk about here on the show. Mm. So, Rotten Tomato score, uh, 51-52. Critic rating, audience rating, right down the middle. Not, uh, not a 20%. Everyone agrees, it's mad. <laughs> Everyone agrees, it's mediocre. So, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, right down the middle. <clears throat> now... As previously stipulated, because we've done other Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies like Skyscraper, mm-hmm. I still believe in the Rock. I <laughs> I think that he yes. is earnest in his performance, yes. and he uh, he gives it all he got. He gives it all he got. He's he he really he really buys in, but that does not help when. Uh, <laughs> You have an implausible plot and terrible writing and poorly surrounded uh, actors. We have a stretch arm or not stretch Armstrong, uh, Mr. Fantastic in this movie. Yeah, from the uh, the original Fantastic Four and Paul Giamatti. We 
<laughs> who never was in the same room or maybe city as Dwayne the Rock Johnson when they filmed this movie. <laughs> it's hard to know. Hard to know. So let's let's go through a couple things real quick. First of all, opening car scene. Girl oh, is texting and driving. Uh, you know, I think it really made makes you try to think like, oh, she's gonna die because she's texting and driving. But nope. They have that's not the case. Not one, but two oncoming cars. Like they they pull the same move twice. Like oh, she's gonna she's gonna swerve it. Nope. And then nope, oh, nope. she's gonna swerve and hit that. No. Nope. Yeah, they they do that uh, too too many times. And then she falls down a ravine. <clears throat> I don't know why I said that funny. Ravine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a ravine. A reveille. A reveille. Mm-hmm, Releve. Mm-hmm. Releve. Perrier. She lifts Perrier. Right, right, okay. And uh, falls on her feet now. And then the rock, you know, we see the rock rescue her. And uh, this whole, like, scene ensues. I will say, I could watch the rock rescue people all day. I think he does a good job with that. Sure. I have questions about this scene, however. Mm, yes. When she is kind of in the ravine, <laughs> stuck in her car, uh, first off, she survives a toppling of a car that. I thought, no way she's still alive. No. Oh, she just fell again. Oh, her car is getting smashed from all sides. Nope. Right. She's fine. Couple couple cuts. She's fine. Right. Yeah. Anyway, they then see her down in the ravine, and they're up in the helicopter, and they're like, oh, we have to go. We have to do a tipsy-turvy or whatever that maneuver is. And they bring the helicopter into the ravine, uh, which is maybe the width of the rotors on top. And I immediately right. thought, couldn't they just drop someone down there with a longer rope? You would think. I thought, like, just lower someone into the ravine. But they really right. had to go in there. And then, for some reason, being in there meant that they were running out of gas, right? Helicopter juice. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, they, I believe the maneuver was called a hat tip. We we're going to tip the hat. Right. And they have to, like, enter the ravine yeah, at an angle. Uh, apparently, that took all their fuel. It's such a crazy maneuver. And we see in that scene uh, Colton Hayes star in the CW's Arrow series. I thought he would be more part of the movie. Nope. Never see him nor nope. the, uh, his co-workers again. They do not appear in this movie after this scene. This just shows that he can drive a helic- or fly a helicopter and apparently he can also save people. Right. So we're then introduced to uh, The Rock and his estranged wife and daughter who uh, he, he gets divorce papers in the mail it's very mm-hmm. like obvious on camera like divorce papers i don't know if, <laughs> yeah they actually look like that yep. in real life yep. more introduced to him his daughter his estranged wife and she just moved in with uh mr fantastic right apparently right yeah right after the uh the divorce papers came through that's right she's with a superhero which is has to be hard just moved in although in this in this movie very snively which we will get to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, we are introduced to Alexandra Daddario, his mm-hmm. estranged daughter. Or actually, they, no, they no, have a great relationship. They have a good relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you know what this movie wants us to think her age is based on context clues? Did you figure so that she out? So she's heading off to college. Is this for the first time heading to college? That's what I was hung up on. I, I would think because so, he's taking like her bike there like he wants like, i'm gonna drive her up to college we're gonna take the bicycle so okay. i assume this is the first time she is a 29 year old actress and throughout this movie and her later on relationship with 
uh, Ollie and what is the br- Ben? Right. The, the 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 British boys. Yes. I kept thinking to myself, like he is a working professional, and she's supposed to be eighteen, hasn't gone into college yet. Yeah. That that kept uh, it was a hang up for me. I mean, it was a hang up because I wish they would have written her as a. 25 year old because i could not believe she was heading into college for the first time that's just a, an acting choice or a yeah. casting choice here let me ask now romance romance corner what do you think throughout the movie of the rock and uh his wife <laughs> as a relationship throughout because there, there's a scene in a little bit where like a building is crumbling and the wife like can only be rescued by the rock and the rock only saves her <sighs> out of all these people like Falling to their death. Okay, that is a theme in this movie, is that there should be, in every scene, some, like, they show it a couple times, but while they're going through the speedboat, while they're going through the car, there should be people trying to get onto their car, like, World War Z style, trying to <laughs> climb aboard their speedboat, and they right. ignore, mind you, in a rescue helicopter, ignore <laughs> thousands and maybe millions of people who need their help, and they're like, nope, nope. This is for you. This helicopter is for you. And the speedboat is for our daughter and her British friends. <laughs> the rock is like looking out the window of the helicopter. I'm heading for my wife. I gotta get my wife. So sorry. Well, I thought to myself, like, is is that cool? Like, is there no one that comes over the radio? Like, hey, you're supposed to be in Nevada helping out the people that are stranded, like in the Hoover Dam explosion. Well, no. San Francisco. Listen, San Francisco is more important. Apparently, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. he had to he had to get there. Exactly. Okay, so, but back to Romance Corner. Sorry, I digress. I did not like how their relationship was supposed to like reignite their romance as far as as far as a like we're back together. I wish that this movie had just stopped at we're beginning to like each other again. Like I wish it right. hadn't gone all right. the way to like, you know, holding their arms around each other. And maybe it's kind of a maybe that wasn't supposed to be what they're supposed to do. But the idea that they also had to make Mr. Fantastic be terrible, yeah, him die, and well, but she doesn't know if he's dead. <laughs> True. <laughs> Never asks, I guess. Right. So I didn't like how they were going to be like, oh, they're getting back together. Like it was one step away from her like ripping up the divorce papers. True right. parent <laughs> trap style. Throwing him in the fire. I wish they would have just been like, no, like we need to heal and talk about uh, the daughter we lost a lot more before we can even think about like getting into a new romantic relationship. Right. Which that was like a really heavy point that was kind of, Oh man. Like they imply that there was another daughter throughout, you know, and then mm-hmm. they have a real deep conversation in the sitting in the plane waiting for it to gas up. So they conveniently have a few minutes to talk. And uh, yeah, that, that was heavy and i think that was the most powerful part of the movie and the fact that their younger daughter right um drowned in a a, i think it was a rafting Rafting. yeah accident rafting yes and then there is a part where blake his daughter that's still alive is he's watching her like drown in a different you know during the flood and that was i think probably the best part of the movie is like he's he has to watch helplessly again, but this time he's like, I'm going to just blow open a door with my dad's strength <laughs> to rescue her. Which he could have done like way earlier before she was like... Instead, he had to watch her, yeah, lose air. <laughs> that one, that plane scene, like you said, 
I think it was the most powerful point of the movie. And th- those are the moments when I believe The Rock is like really, he's really acting. Like he's doing his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I believe it in, in those He moments. had moments of saying, like, yeah, sorry for never really like talking about her and I couldn't deal yeah. with it. And that's why I, I just shut it down. Right. Human emotions from. But the then rock. you have lines like when they, when they parachute into the baseball yeah. field. I wrote it down. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and they land on second base and he looks at his wife and says, uh, been a while since I got you to second base. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. This is not the movie for that. People are dead all around you. Yeah, time. Okay, let's. Can we go back to Paul Giamatti and Kim? (laughs) Next on my list, Doctor Kim Park. Yes. So, like at the uh, the Hoover Dam scene. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Is that what what you're talking about? Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. So first of all, I I bought Paul Giamatti as a teacher. Like, oh, of course. I was down with him doing that. Could have heard him teach for uh, for several scenes. Like that was fun. Yes. Yeah, I believe him as a scientist too. I think uh, you know. Yeah, they put him in a sweater and he's good to go. Absolutely, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Now they go to the Hoover Dam because uh, you know fault lines about to blow, and uh, yeah, there's this rescue scene. Well, the Hoover Dam like starts collapsing. Doctor Kim has to try and escape, and then he's like running with a little girl in his arms. Is this the moment you're talking about? Yes, exactly. Right, is there something that bothers you about this scene? Yes, well, yes. Well, I wanted to discuss this because I was worried about Dr. Kim dying. Obviously, I think Paul Giamatti was going to be fine. <laughs> Kim right. was not going to be fine. He was down in the pipes when it all started going. So I was like, oh, he's going to get crushed in there. But right. uh, we've talked about this before. The survival ratio of characters and like... Mm you know how likely they are to stay alive now right while he was carrying that girl i thought yes you are going to live because no one that's saving a child in a movie like picked you know being heroic and saving the child is going to then get crushed by concrete so i was like kim you've done it you're safe (laughs) he then gets his foot impaled on like a rebar and yeah. throws the girl to Paul Giamatti across like a small little gap. And I thought, yes. oh, oh, bye-bye, Kim. <laughs> you saved the girl. You did heroic action. The girl's fine, but you are not going to be fine. Let me ask you, because I knew exactly how that scene was going to go because of another disaster movie. Let me ask, have you ever seen Volcano starring Tommy Lee Jones? No. No? No. No, and don't make me watch it. Do not add it to the list. I know you're about to say that. No. No. Well, I will let our listeners decide. Listeners, convince Nate that we need to see Do Volcano for this podcast. If you become a Patreon supporter, I will watch Volcano, listeners. But other than that, no. I like it. Okay, so there is a scene where they're in a, a subway, and there is lava literally. Not the food sandwich shop. No. No, no, no. A, t- a train, physical train, underground tunnel subway. And there's lava underneath this train car. And there's a man holding a little girl mm-hmm. standing at the edge of the train car. Mm-hmm. And his choice is to either save himself or jump as far as he can, landing in the lava, and then throw the girl oh, my. to Tommy Lee Jones uh, to save her. And he chooses the latter. And so he runs, jumps into the lava, and then throws the girl past the lava, and he uh, melts. I might have to watch a YouTube clip of just that scene. (laughs) I'll have to find it. But 
this scene with Dr. Kim and Paul Giamatti is like literally the exact same scene with a uh, uh, dam instead of lava. Like literally throws the girl. Yeah. Giamatti was pretty sure that he was safe as soon as like, he's like, get her to the barricades. And I thought to myself, like, how do we know that that's the safe portion? But sure yeah. enough, everything else sure gets blown enough. away. But he's five feet away and goes, yeah, I'm fine. Listen, and then I, apparently where the place won't get washed away. He, he's a scientist in this movie. He knows. He knows, he knows. what's up. Yeah. The barricades indicate safety. <laughs> okay. So I would like to talk about Mr. Fantastic. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he flies uh, the daughter in a private jet up to San Francisco. When did you know he was going to be uh, Snively? Did you know right when he first met The Rock? Absolutely. absolutely. I can tell you exactly when I knew that he was going to be the worst. When the, when the Rock said, oh, I can't take you, I'm so sorry. And he was like, well, uh, uh, I can take you. I was like, no, well, all right. I, I didn't think that was actually too bad. I thought he was just kind of coming in and helping out. Being nice? Let me tell you the moment where I knew. <laughs> in their private jet, Yeah. Blake asks him, do you have any kids? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or like, no, why didn't you have any kids? And he's like, right. I actually do have a kid. And he pulls open a pamphlet. To show a building. <laughs> this building. You know what? I yeah. guess I was too busy raising these bad boys to raise any real children. Oh my goodness. I totally had that line written down because, first of all, that was a terrible line. It was stupid of him to say, like, raising these. Also, I doubt this was planned, but there is a word raising, R-A-Z-I-N-G. Yeah, British word. Which means to tear a building down. Right. Like if you raise a building, it's actually to destroy it. Right. And so when he, I don't, maybe there's a super witty writer that, that really meant uh, as a double entendre that he was raising them as building them. But what he didn't know is that they would be raised to the ground. How great would it have been if he had said like, hey, I actually raised these little kids. And he pulled out an old timey scrapbook with those little <laughs> plastic sheets. And inside of it, he had slid pictures of like models of buildings that he was like put inside <laughs> of a stroller. No, no, no. He pulls out his wallet and it's one of those old school yes! little like plastic wallet sized photo and holders. Go, brink, brink, and unroll. That's right. And they're all these little 20, buildings. These are my 20 babies. Right. And they get taller and taller like as the pictures go up. <laughs> Just, it was two-story and then grew up to a seven-story. I'm so proud. Yeah, that, that scene with the kids thing was like weird. And, and she, even, like, the daughter is like, uh-huh, okay. Right. Like, she, and we, she is she us. And we, knew the sky, and we knew the skyscraper was important because much like the movie Skyscraper, it, he spit out exposition. He might as well have said, and this one, super safe against big earthquakes. But don't yeah. worry, we won't get an earthquake anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul yeah, Giamatti, was... yes, you will. <laughs> Put that camera. I need someone to hack the news system. Which uh, we, I can do we, that. They weren't <laughs> hacking it. They were like uh, reporters on the ground that the CNN guy passed to. Anyway. That, yeah, that seemed a little strange. Which they have, the, they have the one screen of a guy just like typing code, like green text on a black screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. hacking the Hack system. The encryption. Yeah. Hack the Hack encryption. Hack the encryption. <laughs> yeah. So the Mr. Fantastic, we get to his building, and then you know everything starts happening. Earthquakes, the building's crumbling. And he and the daughter are in the car, in the parking garage under the building. Mm-hmm. Car gets trapped. And we're in the situation where Mr. Fantastic is ready to, like, he's free. 
He wants mm-hmm. to escape the building because it's still right. crumbling. But the daughter is trapped in the car. Mm-hmm. And so we have the situation. Mr. Fantastic, although he literally builds buildings, mm-hmm. seems to have no like resourceful knowledge of how to help her get out of the car. Nope, nope, nope. And he says, I'm going to go get help. Right. And he truly means it. He truly wants to go. Like He, go fi- he finds a guard and basically says, there's a girl trapped down in the car. So it wasn't like he wasn't just running away. Yeah, but that guard also does nothing to help. Well, because the guard gets crushed by a rock. Steven. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. He that's is right. smashed. And then that is so traumatizing to Mr. Fantastic that he then just runs away. He has the look of like shock. Like he's just like. Right, right. We do see him like there's a moment where there's some kind of like, I don't know, explosion debris coming down a street. Yeah, shock and wave. And he like throws a guy out of a <laughs> alcove so he can take his place and be safe. It's like, this yeah. guy's the worst. This there was the room worst. for two in there. Absolutely. There was. So we, we come to Ben, right? We're yes. about to come to Ben. Perfect. Yes, the Brits. The Brits. Yes. I met Ben and Ollie, his younger brother. I thought to myself, I love this character. Yes. And the rest of the movie, I can tell you with all honesty. I cared, and I wrote it down in my notes, I care so much for Ben and Ollie yep. that they survive this catastrophe. Yep. It mattered a lot to me, and I was really worried this movie was going to kill off Ollie so that both Ben and Blake will, would have lost their younger siblings. And I was afraid that they were going to create some sort of symmetry there uh, of like, yeah. oh, now we both are grieving the loss of our siblings. Right. And I was really worried the whole time. Yes. Spoiler, Ben and Ollie both survive. Yes. And it is glorious. I really liked them. And like the whole first scene where he's awkwardly talking to the daughter and the younger one like gets the number. All that was great. Like I liked all that. Yep. It all worked for me. Yes. Mr. Fantastic does get his on the bridge. (laughs) He does die. Smashed by a storage container off of a giant barge. That right. the Rock and his wife Emma uh, are somehow able to climb this hill of a water tsunami and right. like get around this giant barge that's being that's right that's tossing storage containers at them. that's right when that when uh, Mr. Fantastic Daniel that's his name right uh, when he got crushed by that shipping container actually well, I saw this with my wife and my wife was like that feels like the guy in Jurassic Park that gets eaten <laughs> off the toilet just kind of stood there yeah. Yeah. That is kind of like that. He got his. The, the line the wife says about him, I wrote it down, but it is not uh, appropriate for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But that was intense. She basically says, you left my daughter. If you're not already dead, I'm going to kill you with an expletive. Strong expletive. They use their PG-13 yes, one for that That's line. exactly. <laughs> Strong words. <laughs> I turned to my wife. I was like, well, they get the one. So they used it there. <laughs> there it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was very strong. Speaking of the tsunami. So my wife and I discussed as we're watching the tsunami scene, what would we do if we were in that situation? And there is one drive towards the wave. (laughs) Well, specifically the people who are still on land as the tsunami is coming. Oh, okay. Uh Everyone tries to run away and it's clear that this water is moving faster than Mm -hmm. anybody can run or drive. But there is one older couple that sees the wave and instead of running, they embrace and they kiss and oh i didn't notice this they they basically uh physically and they pull a deep impact 
they pull a deep impact and they embrace and they they embrace their own death as they embrace each other. Oh. And my wife and I were like, yeah, that's probably what you should do because <laughs> running is futile. It's what you should do, but it's not what you would do. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess if there's a giant wave coming down the street, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's clear like 100% chance we're going right. to die. No re- no no reason to try it. You know, it's like if a if like a three mile wide uh, Armageddon style meteor is about to hit right. you, ripple the earth. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're not gonna like go inside of a convenience store in case you survive. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're gone. You're gone. Right. So we have this amazing rescue scene in the building, and the the rock saves everybody. Basically, which uh, I wrote in my notes. Uh, just like the skyscraper, I don't picture him as a climber. His body right. also feels like not meant to be a swimmer. <laughs> there are certain things that his massive body, it feels strange watching him do it. And swimming, I guess it, it, you become weightless as you swim, but still. Yeah, yeah. He felt like, that's a big guy swimming around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, most, the thing that annoyed me most about that scene is, you know, he can only kick the stuff out of the way of the door once he, like, saw his daughter dying. Well, it Which, gave him that extra yeah. boost. The adrenaline. Yeah, the adrenaline. We have the rescue scene. He, re- he rescues all of them. We get to the final scene where they're like standing on the little mountainside and you see the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, destroyed, mm-hmm. you know, in the water. And there's a moment where an American flag unfurls and waves in the wind. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. And then a lot of disaster movies do this, but like it ends on this triumphal note where everyone stands there as the sun is setting, yeah. the American flag is flying, and, and everyone's kind of like looking off into the distance because they accomplished this thing. And it's like literally millions and millions of people just died. I don't know. It feels a little weird. <laughs> like yeah. to me. I, I mean, I understand the notion. It's the resilient spirit of we all come together and aid each other, and there's hope out of terrible, terrible tragedy. It does, in the course of a two-hour-long movie, Having that scene uh, five minutes after a giant wave does feel like, okay, you kind of rushed to this point. I understand what you're trying to do. Anyway, any other thoughts? The Rock stole a car from people who were already st- stole a car. <laughs> had stolen <laughs> yes. the car. Right. It, obviously, it's a truck because otherwise like, it wouldn't make sense to have The Rock in any other vehicle. Like a VW bug. Um, he right. then he then somehow got a charter plane because he can, much like Fast and the Furious, he can drive or pilot anything at any That's time. Right. That's right. And parachute, I guess. I guess the parachuting <laughs> makes sense. But they are going down the street, and there is a couple on the side of the road who are like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. And somehow that couple was supposed to show them like, hey, there's a giant uh, fault line ahead of you. Stop. Right. I thought they were just trying to get a ride. Right. Uh, but some, somehow this couple, uh, for those who have a uh, Christian background, the guy in the couple in my eyes was John Piper. None other than John Piper. <laughs> and I thought to myself, how did John Piper get in this movie? That's hilarious. Very popular pastor. So if you yes, want to look yes. up what he looks like, he was the, <laughs> the man in this couple. That's hilarious. The producer of San Andreas, I believe his name was Bo Flynn, said of the director, Brad Payton, said he is this generation's or like the next Steven Spielberg, the director wow. of this. 
Let me tell you what Brad Payton has done thus far, this upcoming Spielberg. Oh, boy. Rampage. San Andreas. Journey 2, colon, The Mysterious Island. Cats and Dogs, colon, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Uh, And then some shorts. That's our new Steven Spielberg. Well, let's rate this movie. On a scale of zero to five helicopter headsets, (laughs) because... He wears one most of a movie, and it is prominently featured in the movie poster, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, like that headset is the other star of the film. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, again, we will mention Jackson Agraz here again. Uh, I don't know if we need to make up the many times that. No, 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 no. Okay, but but also I I don't. Well, we had many top fives last episode. We had a lot of Christmas top fives, right? That's right. Why don't, but why don't, you, uh, okay. why don't you go first on your rating? All right. Well, I give, I'm going to go just like with the Rotten Tomatoes score. I'm going to go right down the middle. I'm going to give it 2.5 helicopter headsets. One helicopter headset for The Rock. I still think he... He performs like he he performs in all these movies, regardless of the script or <laughs> co-stars. Another headset because it's a disaster movie, and I love those. And seeing giant tidal waves and giant fault lines open up, I'm about it. And then a half a headset for uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> so, uh, oh, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'll go two point seven five. And I'll give the uh, I'll give the British boys a, a quarter of a, uh, a headset. They deserve a little one. bit of a bump. That's right. So two two point seven five for me. You right there? You gonna be all right? Yeah, yeah. Breathe in a little bit of coffee. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to be, drink my coffee on the sly over here. Yeah, probably me too. the 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 ice will probably be in. The, well, and you've been up since uh, like five a.m. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm having lunch. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So, how would you rate this movie? I give this movie San Andreas two helicopter headsets. And here's <laughs> why. Two. Yeah. The special effects in this movie are bad. They are 2010 they level are. quality in yeah. a 2015 movie. The disaster right. parts, the the giant widescreen shots of San Francisco leave a lot to be desired. But the characters inside of this movie, and I include, I've actually thought the daughter was pretty good. The brothers, the British brothers are my favorite characters, and the Rock's charisma are enough for me to care about the small movie inside of the large disaster movie. So Mm. as a disaster movie, I very much dislike this movie. As a small story about a dad rescuing his second daughter after his first daughter drowned and how she took all of the knowledge he has given her over the years and helped two uh, British brothers survive a catastrophe, that movie is good. So, like, the 20-minute movie of that inside of the two-hour disaster movie, (laughs) which was not good, equals out to a two out of five. Very good. Our top five today was a great suggestion by you, Nate. So why don't you tell us? Why, thank you. What is our top five? Our top five today are the top five 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie posters. Now we are not <laughs> rating the movies. We're rating the posters of the movies. Because a lot of these I have never seen. That's correct. But I have culled through the catalog to find the ones I love the most. Love this idea. And so let us begin. I have also forgotten who did the last top five first. <laughs> so uh, why don't you go first? Okay, sure. <laughs> that feels about right. I have yeah. an honorable mention. Oh, yes. Go ahead. And that is San Andreas, this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, the poster, the one that I'm speaking of, is not the one where he's dangling from the helicopter. I think there's a far off shot of that. But the one yeah. of him in his helmet looking over his shoulder while inside of the helicopter. Yeah. Because like, like you said, the helmet of San Andreas is the co-star in this movie. <laughs> and he just looks cool with that microphone in front of his, his head. Okay. So San Andreas is my honorable mention. Do you have any honorable mentions? I, I put two in my number five slot, but I'll move one to my honorable mentions. Sure, sure. I did, that, I, I did exactly that. So perfect. I will do the Mummy Returns in my honorable mentions because seeing The Rock in these movie posters is hilarious. And also, in The Mummy Returns, he only appears as a CG character. And so I think it's hilarious that he's on the movie poster at all. So, Mummy Returns. It's my honorable mention. Excellent. Okay. To you. My number five is Skyscraper. (laughs) <laughs> not the one of him jumping the one of him dangling off the roof yes right looking right. up looking straight down the barrel of the camera that's right with a wedding ring hanging on there to show he's a happily married man trying to that's save right. his family that's right family and he's real real grungy it, the more sweaty and grungy <laughs> the rock can be in these posters the better for me the better <laughs> yes and listeners i think i'm gonna put links to all these uh movie posters in show notes so you can that's uh, a lot of work eh, i have a feeling some of the ours are gonna overlap all right perfect don't (laughs) be that many excellent no 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 yeah have them come up on the as the artwork (laughs) yes i'll try to do that too so my number five is the scorpion king (laughs) the other mummy-like movie that he did simply because he looks hilarious in these movies and I wonder. There are two would, of him in that poster, by the way. You get a close-up yeah. of his face and a full body <laughs> yes. shot as well. Yes, and uh, it's just hilarious. I would love to hear his thoughts on those movies. Like, if he still <laughs> looks back on that fondly, or if he kind of... He might see like, them yeah. as, a, as a launching off point. That's true. That is true. So, uh, yeah, Scorpion King is my number five. Excellent. My number four is the movie I've never seen before. Snitch. Mm-hmm. It is him in basically like a rolled up uh, button up shirt with right. a crashing semi truck in the background for no good reason. But he's right. just looking off and he's got an ominous sky behind him. I don't really care what the movie's about, but what he looks really cool in this poster. Yeah, he does. He looks good in that one. Yeah. All right. Well, my number four was your number five, the skyscraper poster. He, mm. he looks extreme, extremely grungy, very rocky. Not like the boxer, but, you know, like the rock. So, yeah, skyscraper. Love it. My number three 
is the movie Central Intelligence poster. <laughs> it has The Rock and Kevin Hart in front of him. Yes. And the juxtaposition of the size of these two men, I don't think there's any Photoshop involved. I think nope. The Rock nope. just stands above him with giant arms shooting guns. <laughs> Literal guns and arm bicep guns. Arm guns. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Four guns. I did see that and thought it was hilarious. I didn't include it in mine, but yeah, that was pretty funny. That was funny. That's my number three. Well, my number three is the Jumanji movie poster. Mm. I this uh, The one I'm talking about is they're all in the river, and you just see the top halves yes. of their faces. I uh, I like that. I think it's uh I think it's cool. It's a cool look, nicely designed. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yes. As far as actually like I'm not really grading these on the graphic design quality. Sorry, Ben Lopez. No, no, no. Right. Um, <laughs> but I am mostly on the coolness of the rock in these posters, but right. I would say the Jumanji one with their heads floating above like in the yeah. water is yeah. actually I think one of the best designed posters. Yes. Of, of yes. all of these. Yes, I agree. That's that's why it's my number three. Yeah, pretty fun. All right, excellent. Yep. I'll make it an honorable mention for me. I, I, I need to add Yeah, it. very good. Yep. All right, my number two movie poster is the movie Faster. <laughs> did you happen to see this in the list? I don't know if I did. Is this part of the Fast and Furious no, series? No, it is a different movie called okay. Just Faster. It is him standing, looking straight at you, holding a gun down at oh, his side. I did see this. <laughs> With an open road behind him. Yeah. It yeah. kind of falls in the same category as Snitch. It's just like probably the same photo shoot they just used for two different movies. Hey, can you just change your shirt and we'll, uh, we'll yeah, green we screen same, something else We have else the lighting all set up. Can we just put a cloudy sky behind you? This is <laughs> yeah. a movie poster that only works because it's Dwayne Johnson. There's basically no design into this except him rode the word faster with, I believe, a bullet running through the word faster. Yes. And there's a tagline at the bottom. (laughs) This year, the holidays come faster. There's also a second tagline up below. Like, there are two on this poster. Slow justice is no justice. Ah, (laughs) I didn't even see that until you said it. This year... Faster in a world where Dwayne the Rock Johnson is faster than you. Slow justice is no justice. This year the holidays count faster. Terms conditions apply. See store for details. Thank you for giving me my episode intro. That made it easy. <laughs> yeah, that's got it. That's hilarious. That that's funny. Well, my number two is cheated a little bit because it's not a movie, but I put ballers. The what is it an HBO show yes. or Showtime? The uh, the Ballers movie or poster show poster or whatever. It's it's basically him, but like in a dress shirt, like leaning over a table. I like that look of The Rock. Like looks a little businessy, but also intimidating. Still could punch you in the face and uh, knock you out. But uh, he looks good in that movie poster. Right, and that poster, due to his reflection, also has two Dwayne The Rock Johnsons in it, because <laughs> there's one of him, one of his reflection. Listen, it's like Chuck Norris. You can't just have one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. There's always two, two of them. Looking there's always at two. It's one like, upside down. It's like a Sith, the Sith Lord. There's always two Sith. <laughs> no more, no less. That's right. 
Uh, can I also just say briefly, uh, as a man who has lost most of the top of my head hair, <laughs> yes. I appreciate that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I think he looks better with a bald head than he ever did with hair mm, on him. Right. Uh, and I think the, the, the gray stubble look like we, we see in that poster for ballers right. is an excellent look and gives me hope that someday I can pack on 200 pounds of muscle. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have the body type for it. You can do it. Uh, give me like 25 years of training. I'll, I'll be there. Have you? Wait, wait, I just had a thought now. Is there such a thing as weighted chalk? <gasps> imagine. No. Imagine if you developed some device <laughs> that you could put chalk in that like weighs 30 pounds. And so your entire time chalk arting, you're also working out. You could be the rock, Nate. And we have the, this at a price point of $10. So, Sharks, which one of you are in? Weighted chalk. No, one, no takers? No, no yeah, one. Yeah, no one <laughs> wants to invest in weighted chalk. We'll do a Kickstarter. I'll give you 90% of the company. <laughs> I don't think that's good business sense. But anyway, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll work on that. <laughs> Kettleballs and chalk combined. <laughs> yes. All right. I'll be Dwayne The Rock Johnson in no time. I bet our number ones are the same. I think you jinxed us. I'm worried that they're not. All right. Well, what what is your number one? Hercules. Yes. <laughs> Hercules. Yes. Mine is the same. The same. It stars his arms. That's it. As co-stars. That's all you need. Yes, was long hair and and long hair. Lo- and <laughs> yes, this poster is really all I ask for. Like, if every one of the Rock's movies from now on were just like. A full shot of him, just dress him up in whatever he wears during the movie and put him like this. I'm in. Yes. Yeah. He, Hercules, number one. He looks super epic in that movie poster. And yeah. Have you seen that movie? Uh, yes, I believe I have. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Very good. He, uh, he wears like a, a lion skin yeah. over top of him because he. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've seen this movie. That's right. Oh, it has uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Mission Impossible lady. Does. Yes. I, you know? I have seen this. It's been a while, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of him right now with a line on his head. Pretty great. Yep. Thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Keep doing what you're doing. Just, uh, you know, I, I honestly do hope he gets some better movies sometime because I think he would do really well. I think he's, he can show, and I think he's given about five minutes in every one of these movies where he has to kind of stretch himself as an actor, and I think he rises to the challenge each time. Yeah. And his charisma alone can carry a bad movie. That is correct. Listeners, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Movies on the Side. We'd love to have you there. And you can go to MoviesOnTheSide.com for all the links and the show notes and all that kind of stuff. And if you would, you could uh, rate us on the Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars, please. Not two uh, helicopter headsets. Five. Five stars. Boom.